Welcome to Uncensored Stories. I'm your host, Ryan Dowdy, former director of sales and college athlete turned sales coach. And I have the privilege of interviewing some of the coolest entrepreneurs I've had the opportunity to meet. In this interview series, you are going to hear stories that will give you inspiration, that will give you hope, that will encourage you to continue to moving forward in your entrepreneurial journey. So let's dive in and meet our amazing entrepreneurs. Guys, I'm super excited to have a conversation today with my friend, Jane Havens. Jane is um, a pediatric sleep coach, and she also helps other women start um, sleep coaching businesses. She is with Snooze Fest by Jane Havens, um, and I'm just super excited to have a conversation with her today about how she started her business, why she started her business, uh, you know, how she has built to the point now where she had transitioned from service provider to turning around and, um, you know, pulling others up with her, uh, and just really hearing her story about how she started. So welcome, Jane. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Um, a little about myself, as Ryan mm -hmm. said, my name is Jane Havens. I'm a certified sleep consultant specializing in infant and toddler sleep. I support parents through the sleep training process and together we get your kids sleeping through the night. Um, I My story is that I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, in a previous life, I was in catering sales, which I absolutely loved, but it was nights, weekends, holidays, and and I knew that that career was not going to be conducive to raising young children. So I left my career in catering sales when my son was born and I was a stay-at-home mom for several years. And my son was a great little sleeper when he was teeny tiny, but at about four months, he hit that classic four-month sleep regression that most babies go through. And as a first-time parent, I had no clue what was going on, and I was losing my mind. So I took to the internet, I read all the books, and I figured out what was going on, and I got him sleeping. And all of my friends were jealous. They wanted to know how I figured that out and could I help them. So I did. I started helping friends, and then their friends would text me, and it turned into sort of like I was this underground like sleep lady, you know, everyone was coming to me for sleep advice. And um, for many years, it was really frankly, just a hobby. And I was really content staying home with my, I then had another child four years later. I was really content just being a stay at home mom. And when my daughter was born, that's when I started to get the itch to like do something again. Um, and it wasn't really going to be practical for me to head back to an office in a traditional sense. My husband travels a lot for work and I needed to get creative and, and think of something that I could do from home while still taking care of my children. And I just kept coming back to the sleep thing. It was something that I was already doing. It was something that I was good at and it was something that I was passionate about. So I took the plunge and found a certification course online and just got my business up and running. I never really intended to have a full-time job out of this. It was just meant to be something to like keep my brain busy and to make me feel satisfied. But I guess like my passion took over and I'm a hustler at heart and I just like couldn't help myself. So here we are with, you know, next thing you know, I have a very successful, very real business, which was never really my intention. <laughs> That's awesome. That's such an exciting story. So the, you know, you were offering the advice to your friends. Were you doing that for free, Jane, or were you charging for that advice? Yeah, yeah. No, I was doing it for free. Awesome. Very good. Because I know there's a lot of stigma around like serve for free, don't serve for free, but for you, like that was a great way for you to get practice and really find your passion. 
Yeah. And I never really like was thinking about it as a business. It was just something that I was doing. And then at a certain point it clicked in my brain, like I should be, this is really like good stuff here and and I should make a business out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And so you serve women all over the world? I do. So I work completely remotely. Um, I always say like most of my business happens from my cell phone and my iPad. I rarely get onto a computer Um, and I work with families from coast to coast. I'm located in Baltimore, Maryland, but I work with families all over the country and I've even supported a handful of families abroad, which is super fun. Isn't that exciting? That is one of the things like I totally didn't anticipate when I started my business was like the global reach. Like I did a summit interview the other day with a guy in New Zealand and it was like Thursday afternoon where I was and like Friday morning when he was was like, you're like in tomorrow. Like this is so crazy. Yeah. I love it. And it works actually to my advantage a lot of the time with sleep if I'm supporting families in Europe because it's like the time, it, I, I always get confused by the time difference, but it sort of like works in your favor and I'm awake during their <laughs> middle of the night. So it just sort of all works out. That's awesome. So you decided, okay, this is going to be a business. You went and got a certification and you started serving families. So how did you, Jane, get your first paying clients as a sleep consultant? So I was just hanging out in a lot of mom's Facebook groups. Honestly, that's where I was hanging out anyway as a mom. Um, so I was connecting and meeting people online for parenting related advice and topics, you know, even before I started this business, it was sort of where I would go to solve my own parenting problems. So I just sort of headed back to where I already was and started connecting with moms and providing a whole ton of sort of value. Like, I don't want to say free advice. I mean, it is free advice, but just like value so that um, these parents would trust me and know that I was an expert in this field. And then a lot of the time, the person who would originally ask the question wasn't necessarily the person that would hire me, but it would be somebody else that would see the advice that I was giving and say, Hey, I need to reach out to that person. Like this person can help me. So, um, my first client came from a Facebook group, my very first month in business. I actually had five clients, my first month in business, which, you know, my goal when I started this business was to have like three to four a month, like in the first year, you know, like that was my goals were sort of really reasonable and I sort of blew it out of the water. And then I just kept going and going. That's awesome. So you got your first clients within the first month of finishing your certification in Facebook groups by providing value, asking questions, and just hanging out where you were already hanging out. Exactly. I love that. And then it obviously grew arms and legs because you went from sleep consultants to now turning around and helping other women start sleep consulting businesses. So do you want to kind of tell us that trajectory and when you made that turning point and how that sure. looks now? Are you still doing both? Yeah, so I am still doing both. Um, what happened was I the course that I took to become certified as a sleep consultant was actually a really solid course. The curriculum was great. Um, you know, nothing really bad to say there. But what I was realizing is that a lot of the women who had taken that course were not receiving any sort of support through the process of getting their businesses up and running. It was just sort of like you took the course and that was it. And I saw a lot of these women really floundering and struggling. Either they didn't have the confidence in themselves to give the sleep advice, or they didn't have the confidence in themselves to put themselves out there from a business perspective. And I found myself coaching these ladies, which 
I was actually really enjoying doing that. Um, but in the same breath, it wasn't my responsibility or my place to do that for this program. So I just had like another light bulb moment. You know, this is a really great way for me to take my own business to the next level while also continuing to do what I'm really enjoying and really loving. So I created my own certification course, um, which like I had never written a curriculum before. I had never done anything like that. So I hired a team to help me and I got myself the support that I needed because, you you know, I'm sure you know, we in business, we cannot do this alone. We have our strengths and our weaknesses. And, you know, I'm all about getting support where, where I otherwise would struggle. So I got some help and got my course off the ground. And that launched in December of last year. And I think I have about 53 ladies enrolled so far. So um, pretty exciting. And I'm loving it. I'm loving like, it's really incredible. I always thought that like supporting families through the process of getting their kids to sleep was like the most rewarding thing ever. But I actually think that supporting women through the process of building their businesses is like even more exciting. So right? I'm really loving that. That is fantastic. And you still carry a load of clients that you're helping with sleep and then carry the load of the course as well. Yeah. So my business, my one-on-one -on -one consulting with families has really gotten to the point at this point where I'm not, um, I don't have to like seek out that business anymore. It's all based on referrals. So every single day I get a text or an email from a friend of a former client or a friend of a friend of mine and business sort of just comes in. I'm not like out hustling in Facebook groups the way that I was when I first started my business. Um, so I'm still fielding the business that comes in, but I've definitely pared back a little bit and then um, more focusing on supporting these ladies that are in my program. That's awesome. I love that. So let's talk timelines. Cause again, the women who are watching this are trying to grow businesses and they're trying to figure out, you know, timelines. So you obviously got your first clients in the first, month of your business, but how long has your sleep consulting business been on that you are now, or been around that you are now just fielding those inbound requests for service? I always feel weird saying this, but like, I've only been in business two less than two years, like uh, yeah. coming up on two years, which I feel weird <laughs> saying awesome. that. Yeah. I mean, I feel weird saying that because I've done a lot. Um, and, and my experience runs deeper than that because I really was doing this for longer, but I've only really been doing this professionally, um, for two, about two years. Awesome. That's great. And I, and I think that's okay. And I think that's the fun part of online business is that, you know, it's not the grind of 20 years as it yeah. was in the corporate world, right? In two years, you can really change your life, but also it's two years to now where you're, you're getting that inbound, um, business. Right. And I think a lot of people get frustrated, Jane, when that doesn't happen in the first like 90 days of business, right. When they're not, you know, getting those inbound leads immediately. And yes, of course they'll come, but for you, I'm assuming, um, that it grew arms and legs as your business grew arms and legs. And it was kind of a slow burn from, Hey, the Facebook group hustle to, you know, now the majority of my business is coming to me through the network I have created. Definitely. And I, if I think back, like if this has only been two years, imagine, I can't even imagine where I'm going to be two years from now. That's really the exciting part. Isn't that so much fun? It like, really is. When you really start to imagine. Um, Cause I do, I think we all start with these like little baby dreams and then all of a sudden, like 
the vision becomes clearer and clearer and clearer. And like you said, you're to you totally changed trajectory, right? When I started a business, it was not as a sales coach, right? Like I thought I was going to be a career and life coach for early, like 20 somethings. Um, God's very glad that I'm not serving those women right now, but you know, it grows arms and legs and things change and they're, and they're different. So I just think that's such a cool story, uh, that you were able to kind of ebb and flow with that. So you've been, you've been super fortunate. You're awesome at what you do, but let's talk about some of the challenges, Jane, that you have had in your business. Where do you feel places where you got stuck? I love that you invested heavily to get the course off the ground, but what were some other places that as you were kind of growing the business that you faced some challenges and, and then how were you able to use tools, coaching resources yourself to get through those? Yeah. So I guess I would say that like, I'm really good at what I do, but what I do is like a very narrow mm -hmm. scope, you know, like I, I have a very sort of narrow lane and um, things that trip me up are technology and all the different systems that we have to put in place to keep our businesses churning, um, like email marketing. And I didn't even know what a funnel was when I got into this universe, right? So there are all these things that like totally overwhelmed me and I am very comfortable with hiring help when I need help. And that's sort of been my key to overcoming those roadblocks. I think a lot of people get tripped up and they're like, I don't know how to make a graphic. I'm just not going to make a graphic. And, you know, I paid people to do that until I figured out how to do it myself. Um, mm -hmm. Or I even paid someone to teach me how to do it so that I could then do it. Um, and, and the other thing I would say is that just like managing my own mind to acknowledge that this is not just a tiny little side hustle pet project anymore, but this is like a real business that needs to be taken seriously. And like my own brain needs to grow with my business. And I have to, I have to look at it differently because it is different than when I first started. Yes. Yes. Managing our brains oftentimes is the scariest part, right? It's, yeah. it's the only part we can't outsource. <laughs> right. Uh, I also am a big fan of, of outsourcing and hiring help and, and finding the resources that you need and you want uh, in your business. So if you could go back and tell Jane two years ago who decided, hey, I'm going to start this little sleep coach, you know, side hustle business. Um, what would you tell yourself? Like now that you know, like this is going to be this wildly successful thing and it's going to really change. I'm assuming it's changed your family dynamic and your lifestyle in a really big way. What advice would you go back and give yourself as a beginner? So I don't know if it's advice that I would give myself because I think I did it, which is why I'm successful, but it's definitely advice that I give to my students and the grads of my program all the time. And that is that you have to show up. Like you can't just dream about things, you know, you can't just have these beautiful thoughts and these dreams and these wishes. You have to show up and you have to get out there and you have to talk to people and you have to put your face places and, and you have to be present. You know, people say to me, like, you're everywhere on the internet. And it's like, I try, that's intentional. I work very, very hard so that people know who I am so that they can refer me business and that I can connect with them and refer them business. And it's all, you know, a partnership and all of that happens with effort and time and work. So, you know, for all the people that are, that have these big dreams, like all it takes is to show up and do something about it. And if you actually show up and do something about it, then, then you'll at a minimum have more success than you're having if you don't show up and do something about it. Yeah. 
It's, you know, you know me, Jane and I have been into this world for a little while. So she knows just preaching to the choir. I'm like over here net, nodding emphatically about growing a network and those referral partners, um, you know, are, are so, so important in growing your business. Uh, so Facebook is, is your space. Do you play on other social media platforms or just, is Facebook still your home? So it's funny. I know you always say to pick one. And I think like you and I are two peas in a pod in a lot of ways. And we agree on almost everything, but I don't pick just one. I am on Facebook and Instagram and I see them as incredibly valuable and both like really important for my business. And I don't think I could be as successful as I am with just one. Um, I think that they both work for me in different ways and I use them both. And, you know, when I get tired of one, I focus on the other and then I go back, you know, I do go back and forth a little bit, but I do try to show up in both places because I think my audience is a little bit different on each Mm -hmm. platform and both of those audiences work for me. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And then as far as other platforms, they all really overwhelm me. I can't get started with TikTok or YouTube or I don't know, all that stuff is like, I can't get started. So I'm um, yeah. Facebook and Instagram and that's it. Awesome. And I think that's great. And so for you, you use both platforms because they work for you, right? My, my theory on picking one is because people use it as an, they use it as an excuse. They use it as I can't decide. I don't know where to be. I'm not sure. I don't have time. I don't know this platform. So for me, it's like, well, then stop fighting a platform you don't know. But my guess is as a general consumer, you were on both platforms. So to use them for your business felt natural. Yeah, totally. And I, and I see your point. I think that's, I think that's right. If it, if you're just getting started in social media and figuring out how to use that for your business, then, then I agree. You have to pick one. I guess I was already on both platforms. I already was comfortable and I use them to showcase different aspects of me, Mm -hmm. you know, so that I, so that I can grow my business and my audience. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic. And I also love your point of like, I can't even begin to wrap my head around right now of a TikTok or a YouTube or anything like that. And the fact that you're still growing an amazing business and you're not doing all the things like you're not making it mean, well, gosh, maybe I'm just not meant to be a successful entrepreneur because I don't have the brain power to figure out YouTube. Like that's a, that's a non-starter for you, which I think is really awesome. And again, probably part of you doing the work to manage your mind about, well, I can still be successful, even if I choose not to use these other tools that people are using. Totally. Fantastic. Well, Jane, thank you so much for, for being here and telling the story about how you got started as an entrepreneur. Tell everyone listening and watching how they can find you, where can they hang out with you, where they can learn more about um, either A, getting their babies to sleep or um, B, starting their own sleep consulting business. Sure. Thank you. So if you're a mom out listening and you have a baby that's struggling, you know, the easiest way to find me is probably on Instagram. And my handle is snoozefest by Jane Havens. Um, If you're interested in learning about becoming a sleep consultant, then I'd love to have you join my Facebook group. And it's super easy to remember. It's called becoming a sleep consultant. So those are the two best places to find me. um, And I'd love to connect one way or the other. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, Jane, thank you again for for sharing your story, um, for helping us kick off this awesome series of telling the stories of amazing business owners. And I hope those of you listening and watching found some inspiration in Jane's story. Specifically, what stuck out most to me was the idea of just start, right? Like having dreams are awesome, but you have to take action on those dreams. So um, thank you, Jane, for telling that story. And those of you that want to connect with Jane, go do that on Facebook and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next time. 
Thanks again for watching Uncensored Stories, how they got started. We would love to stay connected on social media. You can join us in the Ambitious Women Entrepreneurs Mastering Sales Skills community on Facebook. Follow us at Uncensored Sales on Instagram or at Uncensored Sales on TikTok, and we'll see you in the next interview.